Welcome back to the In and Out podcast. Man, last episode was really dope just to have my homie Olivier, brother, just to talk about some of the struggles of COVID-19. Uh, but today's guest is someone special. He's a good teammate of mine. Uh, met him this year, great friend. Uh, just a solid all-around brother, man. Just excited for y'all to hear this episode. Uh, without further ado, Travis Simpson. He's sleeping, so he doesn't know what's going on. What's good, y'all? Y'all already know who this is. It's your host, Prince Lamar of the In-N-Out Podcast. I'm here joined by my homie, teammate brother, Trev Simpson. Yep, yep. <laughs> ATL stand-up. Yes, sir. Nah, but we have a we have a good episode to talk about. Uh, so let's just dive right into it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you just about, you know, when you started playing basketball, mm-hmm. what like what made you fall in love with the game and, mm-hmm. and you know, just... What gravitate, you know, how did you gravitate towards hoops? Um, man, I started, I feel like with most hoopers, you know, at a young age, uh, my pops played. He didn't play on, you know, any type of professional level or anything. But, uh, you know, he played around the city, hood basketball, you know how that goes. Yeah, but uh, it was exciting to watch him play, man. He was an athlete, you know, he could run and jump. And, you know, that always intrigued me. Uh, and so that I just gravitated towards that because I, that's what I was around a lot. Um sure. I also played football, you know, my dad also did that also, but it was just something about the game of basketball, man. Yeah. You know, you get out there, you're competing, you know, the challenge and it's 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 always been something that's fun and, you know, a getaway for us, you know, when yeah. you you know, everything is things can be bad in your life, but you step on that court, sure. you know, you forget all that and, and, and lose yourself in, in your craft, man. No, I hear you, man. I definitely could could, you know, attest to that mm-hmm. for me, you know. My dad always used to he didn't play basketball mm-hmm. but he always used to Watch basketball. I was always watching the Laker games mm-hmm. back then, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, with Kobe mm-hmm. and Shaq, and that's what kind of got me. Uh, but I want to ask you, you know, a lot of my listeners, you know, they're from the West Coast. Okay. okay. So I want to <laughs> ask you just, <laughs> you know, he be hating on the you know West Coast <laughs> a little bit because, you know, he think we soft. But we saucy, not soft. <laughs> okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, so, like, growing up in Atlanta, um, you said South. Actually, you South grew up Georgia. in South Georgia. Yeah, South Georgia, yeah. You know, so growing up in South Georgia, do you feel like, the 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 basketball style from you know South Georgia Atlanta that southern type of you know hoop style was kind of like what how do I say it? like do you think it kind of um, is different from the West Coast basketball like what what some of, what are some of those ch- differences that you can absolutely notice I, I can tell you just now the biggest difference is everybody's a football player down there okay so True. everything is 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 running physical posting up undersized guys. And like I told you before, man, on the West Coast, you guys, y'all are saucy. Y'all, y'all know yeah, how to play the game. you know game, how we bro. do. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's everywhere when you talk, like, up north, New York, and those, I feel like the, you guys on the West Coast and up north are a step ahead of us when it comes to talent-wise in the South because, yeah. you know, we're just athletes, you know, and, and you hear it a lot with maybe, you know, coaches, they say, you know, 
down south guys are just athletes. They don't yeah. know the game. They don't know how to play the game. They got heart, though. They got a lot of heart. They got but heart. It's a learning curve once we get to college to yeah. learn, you know, the skills that you guys already had. And, you know, uh, but it's 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 crazy playing down there, man, with everybody being, you know, football players. And, yeah. you know, it's hard to try to put yourself in the category of you guys out west and up north yeah. because, you know, everybody play football or baseball or whatever the case may be. But, it's definitely a learning experience. You know, I think it helped me adapt to Europe a little more. You know, the physicality doesn't bother me as bad. So you saying it bothers these West Coast cats? <laughs> Talk your shit, man. No, no, no. I mean, but no. everybody, you know how it goes. No, I know People what you're come saying, to Europe yeah. and, and it's a, it's different, bro. Yeah, it's it different. It's you know? different out here. The calls that you expect, you're not going to get them out here because it's just it's their brand of basketball. You yeah. Know, so. yeah. And, uh, you know, you said that it kind of – you kind of had to learn a little bit in college and stuff. How mm-hmm. was your time at UNCG? You know, just attending a mid-major. We both mm-hmm. kind of attended a mid-major and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. dealt with that whole kind of mid-major stigma and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. how was that and how, how what did you get out of, you know, going to a mid-major? And they're a pretty good school, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're, um, they're nice. They, yeah, they're gr- they've gotten to a point to where they're, you know, one of the better mid-majors, but uh, – I, I have to be brutally honest. It was it was some of the best times of my life, but also I there's a side of me wished that maybe I had chosen another school for my career. Yeah. Um. And I I think everybody can speak on it. You know, if you go into your Floridas and your Kentuckys, your your player development is just going to be different. You know. Like, yeah. Because they they've had a certain level of players come through there, and not to knock my assistant coaches or my school, but when you're a program that's trying to get to that level, it's mm-hmm. hard to give those players that type of, you know, uh, yeah. uh, experiences or, you know, but uh, I think it helped me as a player going to, because I was a recruited player, going to UNCG and having to uh, find my way. I didn't have that talent around me that most, you know, other guys have all Americans and all yeah. that. And to be able to go as a mid-major player and go play against your Dukes and your Florida States yeah. and knowing that, you know, not to – you know, toot my horn, but knowing that you're the guy on that team, I had to find my way. I had to learn how to make tough shots. I had to learn how to create my own because I knew I wasn't going to get anything easy. I knew I was going to have the best defender. I knew I was going to help sides and all that. So it helped me moving forward, you know, my game from that standpoint. But, again, once I got to Europe, I realized that I was a step behind other guys. Not even Europe. I want to say when I was going through the draft process Mm -hmm. and working opportunities, I was a step behind everybody else, skill set wise. Like, okay, and it's just something that I never had because you know going there, I was I was better than everybody else. So yeah. I just thrived off just my natural ability, and I didn't have that work ethic that other guys had and, and stuff like that. So it had its good and its bad. I don't regret it at all. Love UNCG. If y'all if y'all <laughs> checking this out, but uh, great place, man. Yeah, it's a great yeah. place. Great place. I mean, I I totally understand what you mean. For me, going to you know, a mid-major mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that and understanding that you play against, like, a big West Coast, mm-hmm. Pac-12 mm-hmm. school, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting the best defenders right. and, and it's a just different type of feel, you right. know, rather right. than those dudes who already have it tailor-made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I could definitely understand, you know, that. And, and, and if y'all don't know, my guy was a bucket in college. <laughs> he was a I bucket in be- high school. Most, at, hey, athletic as hell. Yeah. You know, and I know we talked off the podcast, mm-hmm. um, just kind of your how your game has kind of transformed. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about you know your early 
you know, start your career, mm-hmm. you know, when mm-hmm. you told me, you know, you kind of had to really uh, work on your shot and, mm-hmm. and, and, and work mm-hmm. on that type of game because mm-hmm. at first you came in, you were you were just all athletic. You all still got it. You know, my, my guy got bunny still, you know, don't get it wrong. But, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, you kind of had to work on your shot mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, can you talk to me about that kind of development and, mm-hmm. you know, what what made you want to kind of, you know, change your game in that type of way and, mm-hmm. and grow as a player like that? Honestly, uh, like I told you, my first year over, I shot 11% from three. It was it was horrible. And, you know, I tried to do the slasher, be athletic, yeah. but over here, you know, they're going to put their bodies on you. And you're not 230, 240, and calling nothing. So yeah, sure. I'm going to be honest with you. I felt disrespected, bro. Yeah. To be on the floor and knowing players would leave me on the arc or, you know, my teammates wouldn't want us to make extra passes to me yeah. because they knew I wasn't a shooter. Yeah. I, I take things personal, bro. And yeah. and after that season, I dedicated myself. I say, bro, if, if there's anything I'm going to be able to do moving forward, it's shoot the ball. Yeah. So I just dug in, man, and I took it personal. And I said, I'll, I'll never allow that to be the case with me yeah. being on the floor again. Like, nah, I, I don't know what my next role will be moving forward, but I want to be a threat. So I just logged in and, and said, you know, I got to get to where I can shoot the ball. And yeah. It was a progress, and you know, with anything, work brings confidence. And True. it took it took me maybe three, three or four more solid years. Yeah. And when it clicked, it just clicked, bro. And it was just yeah. like, okay, like, you ain't turning back. You ain't yeah, turning back. I get it now. I can, I feel the shot. I know my shots. Like, it's just a different feeling now, and I, I just never turn back, yeah. bro. And and I think, to be honest, I think that's why I've been able to play these eight years is. My man's you got know. ten more years, you know. I, I definitely don't have ten more. Listening and man, you need a three and D, and I'm, he can get you a little a little ISO bucket I, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't trying to do that though. Ten but. years, you got ten years in you, man. <laughs> yeah, Young legs, man. but uh, no, I, I I for sure hear you. You know, mm-hmm. I think as players, we always got to be looking just to grow our mm-hmm. game, you right, know, and looking right, be right. to like you said, be a threat and, mm-hmm. and expand because this is what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. invest so much mm-hmm. in. Man, shit, I I feel I'll take it personal if these dudes leave, y'all want to leave me open. Leave me, come on, bro. come on, come on, bro. nah, nah, that can't be the case. You can't. You got to be able to impact the game. I yeah. never want to be a disability on my team, yeah. whether it's offenses or defensively. You yeah. know, you always want to be able to hold your own of what you got and be a threat. So, True. anytime it becomes a situation where the coach can only put you in at certain times, yeah, you got to. That's why I don't understand NBA and not to knock them, the greatest players in yeah. the world, but. I'm sorry, I can't be a professional. I can't knock down an open shot, bro. I I, I just can't or, or make a free throw. I can't. That's, yeah. It's beyond, you know what I mean? It goes beyond the game at that yeah. point. It's personal. Like, no. Like, I just can't. No, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, I also, you know, want to uh, talk about, because you touched on, you know, the, the whole draft process and everything mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You had an opportunity to go to the uh, Lakers mini camp. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you were able to see Kobe and his, you know, mm-hmm. and his uh, element and stuff. Talk to me, you know, how was that just just seeing Kobe work, you know, being a part of that Lakers minicamp? And, mm-hmm. and you know, purple and gold is, you know, as kids, we're like, damn, that's the Lakers. How was that whole, you know, process for you, man? Like, <laughs> was it surreal or was, like, what was going through your head? Beyond surreal, bro. Um, first, I'm a Laker fan also. And Shout I- out. Man, this is why I mess with you. <laughs> this is my guy. This is why I mess with Big Laker fan and 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 even more Kobe Bryant fan. Rest in peace. Oh, um, to the goat, man. And so it was a surreal thing for me, man, to even 
be in the facility, bro, to be where I'm from. Uh, and and granted, it's not making it. It's not you're on a roster, and but to know yeah. where I came from and I have this opportunity, I was in shock. I couldn't, yeah. you know, you have those guys walking around and you see these guys on TV, and as a kid, all you're thinking is, God, like I just want to be one of them. Yeah. So it was it was the most incredible thing I've ever been, you know, yeah. able to do. Um, and just the whole experience, the whole draft experience in itself is is a and you can attest it's it's surreal, bro, yeah, to know that is. you have this opportunity, you know, that people see you at a certain level. It's 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 like a pat on the me. The job isn't done, you know, yeah. as as LeBron is saying, but you can give yourself a pat on the back almost like because it's like, man, I'm I'm doing I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. You know. So uh but it was it was great to be able to be around, you know, some of those guys who because that was my first time ever being around real pros. You yeah. know, like real pros. So uh it was just a different dynamic, you yeah. know, to see how they move, how they carry themselves, how they their work ethic, and and you you carry that on with you when you you move on elsewhere, you know. And you got to create. I told you know I tell people this all the time. B has a crazy work ethic, bro. Like he's shooting every day. He's like he, this guy works man. and a and jumper got to fall though, man. Damn, it, it will. You it know will. what I'm saying? It Damn. will. <laughs> it will. <laughs> but work, bro. Work is yeah. you know you can't beat work, bro. Work no, is for sure the best feeling ever and um i don't know man like we've had conversations about it before you know i feel like if i was more prepared going into those situations then yeah it could have been you know a little better for me but yeah. we're not gonna live in the past it was it was a great experience sure. but like you said man we talked about this off the camera also or off mm -hmm. the, the pod and it's about opportunity it is you know like it it's not necessarily you know like you weren't good enough mm -hmm. or, you know for sure you could be on an NBA roster. Mm -hmm. It's just certain opportunities certain guys get. You know, you know, you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. You talk about mm -hmm. these bummy players out here, you know, getting these meals, and they, and, you know, that we feel like we're better than them. But you know, the work don't stop, and and you know, I feel like during that process, you probably gain a lot of knowledge from yes. just watching, like you said, real yeah. pros, you yeah, know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So um, I'm gonna uh, keep moving forward. Okay. You know, we talk about. Uh, we gonna we gonna really dive dive into Let's this get now. In it. Let's we gonna, get in it. You know, raw and uncut. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about guys, you know, not getting opportunity and stuff. So you had to make your way to overseas and mm -hmm. stuff. So, mm -hmm. talk to me about you know your first year overseas, uh, where you were at. I know you were in you know Greece and everything, mm -hmm. but. Talk to me just kind of the struggles you had to deal with your first year, some of the craziest bullshit, you know, like we deal with on our first <laughs> right, years. And, right, and, right. and can you talk to me? How was that experience for you just coming from, you know, that experience and then going overseas? <laughs> Keep it a buck. Keep it in the book. I honestly felt like my basketball career is over. Okay. Like this can't be yeah. Europe. Like people – they see, okay, he's professional, he's overseas, he's making money. It's not all gold, man. Yeah. Like, And I was in Greece, Colossus Rose, great organization, great people, great yeah. city. But at that time, they were in a down period. Man, we were living, you know, the living conditions weren't the best. We were in a hotel. Was no Wi-Fi booming that time? Wi-Fi was terrible. <laughs> terrible. But was that before social media age? Uh... A little bit. I okay. mean, it was. I was. I wasn't a social media person then, okay. so I'll say that. Yeah. But, 
uh, man, we were living in a hotel, no kitchen, no, no, no heat, no hot air, Sheesh. no AC, uh, little two door cars. And at that time, you know, I had my family with me. Yeah. So we're, we're scrunched in a car trying to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, the, the money was always a month and a half, you know, Sheesh. two months late. You know how that go. Yeah. Uh, you're not winning games. It's just like everything that could go wrong went wrong. You know, yeah. you got injuries. Uh, you know, we had six imports. First oh. group of imports got cut. Four more come in. Like, Man. it was just, it was so many changes yeah. and just nothing seemed good. Just just keeping it, you know, mm-hmm. honest. It's just It was just terrible. And so I literally left that season thinking, bro, this may be it. Like, I can't. Yeah. I'm not going into another situation like that and and trying to make it work. It's just not worth it. And, you know, if you're not, you're not getting your money, in your head, you're like, bro, I might as well go home. Like, yeah. why am I yeah. here? Why am I here? I got a family. Why am I yeah. here if I'm not going to get my money, you know? Yeah. And, and we had four coaches, you know? Yeah, that's OD. Yeah, trying to learn because Europe is different from NBA. So yeah. you're not you're not going to get buckets. No, yeah. you're going to run this system. system. You're going to play with the team. You're going to do this. And it's just like, yeah. bro, like. It's too much. It's too much. And so I can't lie. That first year for me, bro, it was it was a shock. I was yeah. miserable. I was miserable. I can't lie. That's, that's probably the best way to put it. I was miserable, bro. Like, yeah. it was the worst scenario possible for me. And. I'm I'm proud that I made it through, Thanks. but and it taught me a lot because now I, I deal with no bullshit. Like, yeah, no, yeah. you're not gonna pay me. I'm not playing. You, yeah. The situation's not right. All right, I'm taking my ass home. Like yeah, that's just yeah. what it is. Like, but it took. I'm glad it happened early than late. You know, and and in the manner that it did, because uh, it. Whew, I think my tolerance level is a little bit better now. Like yeah. I'm, I can be a little more because I've experienced the bad of the bad. True. So now I can tolerate a little more. You know how you talk about how hot <laughs> your apartment was. Oh, when I first came here? Yeah. Hey, y'all. Uh, hey, when I first arrived to Turkey, my apartment was dumbass hot, man. <laughs> it was like 35. When I, when you walk in, you see 36, 37 degree, uh, degree Celsius. That's probably, honestly, bro, that's probably like 100. <laughs> that shit was <laughs> That shit was crazy, man. Bro, looked me in my eyes and said, bro, it's unlivable. It's unlivable. Hey, man. Lord, now we about to go stay in the telly. I swear to God, I told owner, uh, good times, good times. But my shit is booming now. My AC booming, so we ain't got to worry about that. But, yeah, man, it's been, you know. Yeah. So, so how, did, how as a young athlete, you mm-hmm. know, how do you kind of mentally stay, like, positive about that? Like, like how do you, how did you get it? get through that like mentally because i feel like that would cause a lot of players to get depressed or you know just get like you said get fed up of hoops and want to try something different but how did you stick it out you know what made you want to do that the love of the game man As shout I out said, to that the love of the game everything in your life can be going wrong but if you love the game yeah it's gonna love you back and you can lose yourself mm. between those lines bro like for those 40 minutes none of that matters like, okay, after this game and I get home, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. But during this game, <laughs> I'm bro, I'm, I'm, I'm lost in it, bro. Yeah. And it's the competitive nature, the art of it. It made everything be – even like practices, bro, like because you're hooping, you know. Yeah. And it's just that – it's those times where you can just get away from it. And just – because you can't even, you know, talk to family because the time difference yeah. and all that. So 
you just got to find something that helps you get away. And for me, it was hoop, man. If that means I got to get in the gym and get up extra shots or whatever, it just helped me just lose myself. And that's literally how I made it, bro. Like, if I didn't love the game the way I do, well, did, yeah. I just would have went home. Yeah. Like, okay, it's a wrap, bro. It's, you know, I tried it. and and But we see that in a lot of instances. You see players who come over, try it, and then – they're done with it. They're like it's done not, with it, yeah. It's not for them. It's not for the fans. Or they're not part. built for it, it's too. Not, it's different, bro. You got to be built a little different over here. So Man, that's I, the only way. I tell I tell all my homies back home, you know, like when they ask, oh, you know, about overseas and this must be easy. Uh, it's, man, it's it's honestly, I feel like it's harder than the NBA, I can you see know, that. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have to be really built for just all the bullshit that comes with it. Mm-hmm. You got to really mm-hmm. love the game. You know, you're not, you, sometimes you, you, you playing in front of, you know, teams that would do some crazy stuff or, or, you know, it's not really like fans, like how mm-hmm. it is in college, mm-hmm. you know, the, the medical stuff is not like, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's college, mm-hmm. the, the living situation, you don't know what, where you're at, <laughs> where you, what, when you go to a store, you don't know what to get, man. At it's all. you know, it's little details that people don't really know. Mm-hmm. That's that kind of makes it tough, you yep. know, when you first start and stuff like that. So you really have to be mentally built and love the game, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's why you know I'm blessed. To, every year is a blessing, you know. I don't take this shit for granted because you know there's some people out there that never had the opportunity, and you know I'm going on. Well, this is my fourth year, but you know. You have to kind of love what you do every single day and and respect the game, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, I try to respect the game. That's why I put in so much work because, man, at the end of the day, whatever happens, if a team don't like me because I miss shots, team don't, but you're not going to say I didn't give it my all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's my motto. Absolutely. I, I, I'm going to give it my all so at the end of the day I can sleep, right. you know. Right. So I won't be able to sleep if I, if I was half-assing. You know, not really doing what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I tell I tell everyone that back home. But um, I want to talk about Greece, you know. Okay. What? Tell me what is the wild? Because people don't know, different country have, has different fans, you know. And I consider Greece one of the craziest fans. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Greece, you got, mm-hmm. I heard Turkey's up there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, what else country you think's up there? Uh, crazy fans. I heard Israel gets a little. Israel gets yeah, a little lady out there. Israel gets a little. Okay, lady. okay. Um, but those those countries particularly. So in Greece, what you have any crazy stories that you uh, kind of encounter with the the fans and just dealing with that whole drama? Probably more than this podcast can take. But <laughs> yeah, man, Greece was. I'm I'm telling you, anything that you can imagine about Greece or yeah. or about overseas in a bad way, it happened. And so, I mean, you know, if it's if it's something as simple as playing against Olympiacos, yeah. you know, Euroleague team, prestigious team during those years, I think they were back to back Euroleague champions. And you get to the arena and you're like, man, like I'm I'm hyped for this. Like this is that moment. Yeah. This is my moment. And you get there and the game's about to start. And you look at one end of the arena, and they have a whole fire going in there. Oh hell no! Like bro, a fire? Like what? Like, what's going on? What's what's like? What is this? Is this what y'all on? Okay, now tip off is about to start, and you you smell you smell the marijuana. Like yo, what? Like what? It's 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 literally foggy in the yeah. arena. Like they're I, hot I boxes. can't. They hot boxes. They hot boxes in the arena, bro. Like <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. even see because it's so foggy, bro. Yeah. Like 
and you wouldn't think it would be that way for a team, bro. This this is Olympiacos, bro. Yeah. Like what's going on? But it goes down the line. You you know you go play at Pauk. Pauk has a a a, a fishnet around the whole gym yeah. because their fans, if if their team is getting cheated or or they're losing. They'll throw money. They'll throw, you know, coffee cups. They'll throw trash. They like they'll spit on you. Like, sheesh. And that was that's pretty much at Greece at that time. That was almost every arena. Every arena at some point, if if their team is good and they're they feel they're getting slighted, man, they're gonna go crazy, man. Yeah, Pan- wow, you know, we're playing Panionios and we win. Uh, Panionios is trying to get back to Euro Cup and stuff, and we beat them, and that eliminated them from that contention or whatever, and. Man, they literally were throwing like cans of coins, like uh, what do you call can, that? Canisters? Aluminum can, like those aluminum, yeah, yeah, with with money in it onto the court. <laughs> like it's like, yo, what is like? <laughs> so not only can you not just hoop, like now you're in fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it blew me because I get there and you know the first game. There's like 50 police officers in there with ride shields. I'm like, hold on, like, what's going on here, bro? Like, yeah. But obviously they were there for a reason, and it just, you know, there's many more instances where the, the fans would, you know, my first year, Colosos, we're playing uh, uh, Tricala, I want to say, or Kifisi, or one of them, and we lose the game, and one of our fans picks up a huge like gallon trash can. And hits one of their players, like throws it onto the court and the hits fan. one of their players. The fan, bro. Sheesh. The fan. Like, I've never been to it because I've always been under the assumption that, like, you know, fans going to talk their talk. Yeah. But they never want to get physical with us. Look at us. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're not normal sized people, you know. Bigger. Greeks don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care if you're a big, a guard. They want you. And they you. come in packs, though. They come in packs, bro. They mobbing. And that's just what, like, <laughs> they really don't care, bro. And now that's the only place I can say, like, okay, you go here with us. Okay, that, he going to talk. But he, yeah. Greeks, bro, no, no, no. They really want to fight you. Like, yeah. they want to do something to you. And it's, it goes beyond the players. The ref, yeah, I don't know if people seen the situation with the referees. Like, they'll go to referees' houses and threaten them and beat yeah. them up. And, like, the fans – really have a huge impact on that league and it's it's not good but in the in the same token you know people back home have never seen yeah. fans like this like, yeah, yeah. like they really love their they're team like man. they're passionate about it. like they'll I want to say they'll literally die for it but you they get what I'm saying like, like <laughs> they're with it for their team it's like they're on the team and that can also be a good thing when you know you got a group of people backing you like that if you're winning and you start losing, they're going to boo you, and you're probably going to be up out of there in a couple yeah. months. But if you winning, man, and yeah. they're going to be behind you, and it's it's a good feeling, man. It's a great yeah. feeling. It's man. a great feeling. That's, that's crazy. You know, luckily I haven't – I mean, I haven't experienced none mm-hmm. of that. You know, I think it would be kind of cool in a way, but I also <laughs> think it would be kind of like, whoa, let me right. – let's chill out. You right. know, so, right. I mean – so what? What can you tell me what, what is the favorite country countries you, you, you played in? Uh, Actually, name name the list of countries you played in. Okay, I was, and then, in, I was in Greece for two years. I went to Finland, uh, France, Italy, Germany, Philippines. I'm forgetting somewhere. Did I say Hungary? No. And Hungary. Yeah. And Turkey, too. And being Turkey now. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a ride. It's been a ride. Yeah, Bounced so what, what has been your favorite 
country out of all those? Bro. And why? France has my heart, bro. France has my heart. And and if it wasn't for these taxes and all that, I would go back, bro. France is, for me, I mean, obviously, Euro League is, you know. Yeah, yeah. France as a league to me, bro, like, if you want to get close to the NBA, that's about the closest you're going to get. Like, they're official. They, they, they're professional. Pay on they time. They pay on to early. Early. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the treatment and medical is, yeah. it, bro, it is, your travel, it's just everything mm-hmm. is so great, bro. Yeah. And it's just like, man, like, and, and it, you know, they got a lot of NBA players and all that type of stuff, but they've really done a great job of, of bringing their league to a, a, a standard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they really take pride in their league and how it's operated. And it's – Germany is close also, bro. Yeah. Germany is – it's hard to beat Germany, bro. Yeah. That's – everything about that place is is is, nah. is legit. But I hear you. It's just friendly. You know, you go to France and you got all these jerseys. You got pink jerseys. You got Christmas jerseys. Nah. Like, it's, it's like, bro, yeah. like they are really, yeah. you know, doing their thing. So – France for me, bro. If I could get back and avoid them taxes somehow, which you can't, which you can't, <laughs> I would go back. But, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. So, so speaking on that, like, in your opinion, what was your kind of your best season that you've had? My in best Europe? season that I had. Um, I would have to probably say Hungary, and which you played in Hungary, yeah. so you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. me, that was my uh, proving season. I yeah. have to say. Uh, because I played in France, but I broke my ankle, so I was out for a lot of the season. Yeah. And our team wasn't one of the – once I went down and all that, we weren't one of the, the top teams or a playoff team or anything like that. So me coming back that following year, which was hungry, it was like, okay, I got to prove, you know, who I am. Like, yeah. I got to show what I bring to the table. And so for me – and granted, it's a lower league, but we, you know, we were in the Champions League qualifier and FIBA Euro Cup yeah. and stuff like that. But – that was my opportunity to show this is who I am. And so that's when the shooter in me really came out. Like there was yeah. no more, you know, you reach a point where there's no more second guessing. Now like, okay, I understand how it goes. And then it just became natural. And so yeah. that after that season, it's just like, okay, now this is who I am. And, and I'm, I'm thankful to, you know, Alba for giving me that opportunity. You know, yeah. there's a lot of, BS going on there, you know, as we spoke on. But, you know, I'm grateful for that opportunity because they could have, you know, originally I wasn't there. I had a torn groin and they brought me in late. And so I appreciate them for that and, you know, that opportunity. And, you know, and it's been it's been all good from there, man. I'm I'm thankful for it. I hear you. I feel like, you know, hungry, you know, it's a place where people don't I feel like people don't really give it enough credit i mean mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I i feel like i had a great experience mm-hmm, at sopran mm-hmm. in hungary and mm-hmm. uh you know i was in a city uh close to vienna he okay. was in a city close to budapest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but they let you rock out yeah, there they do they let you rock you know mm-hmm. and, and as you know like if you get that opportunity mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. player like you you're gonna run mm-hmm, with it you know mm-hmm. i know i mm-hmm. and same with me I, you know if i ever get this opportunity just to do me i'm, I'm gonna run with it right so i right. mean Shout out to Hungary. Shout out to, you know, that good experience and stuff like right. that. Um, I want to shift to kind of just throughout your career, you know, we talk about kind of the struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me just what is kind of the the hardest 
what was the hardest year you had to deal with other than Greece, you know, and, you know, with just coaches and, and trying to manage, you know, your confidence, trying to manage, you know, whatever you got out at home stuff mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm, and just mm -hmm. like, like, can you talk to me just how you kind of been able to make it to year eight, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and just how you were able to kind of get to this point without having your, your confidence shaken, you mm -hmm, know, like mm -hmm. when you having an off night or mm -hmm. like when you have two, three bad games, what do you do? You know, just talk to me about kind of your mindset there. Like when you, when you go through those bad mm -hmm. times. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me was, uh, I just started really putting, I know who I am yeah. above anything else. Yeah. So you're going to encounter coach coaches who, <laughs> you know, will try to, uh, put a leash on you, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, they want things done their way or they're, you know, you know how I go with these coaches. And Facts. so if you're a player who lets a coach's voice or, or their actions get to you, then it's a wrap for you. There's no yeah. coming back from that because not only is your confidence gone, now you you have attitude, now you're not happy. Like, So for me, it was anytime I bad game, don't like the coach, this is who, who I am is what got me here. Yeah. And so I live and die by it. If you don't want me on the team doing what I do, let's reach an agreement, yeah. send me home, and I'll go somewhere else. But I'll never stop being who I am. Yeah. And it took me some years to get to that point. And, you know, I'm thankful also to uh, Coach Pedro Callis. He coaches at Hamburg now. Mm -hmm. Next great Spanish coach coming up, mark my yeah. words. But And this was last season in Germany, and, you know, he really helped me be that you know yeah. like i feel like i was always that guy that just tried to make it work like you know yeah. i have people have told me that all the time like you can play in any system because you you kind of just make it work you find yeah. your way with him he just you know he helped me see be you yeah you're a killer you're a dog be you yeah. if if the coach has a problem he'll sub you out yeah. but never put in the back seat who you naturally are and so that's what i you know talk to you sometime about like B, you can go, bro. Don't yeah. no, don't hold back. Yeah, like, yeah. let it off. Like, if yeah. he got a problem with it, he'll take you out. You got a sub, but let that let that shit off, bro. Yeah. Like, cause you'll feel better in the end. Yeah. Like knowing you went home, whether it's to the U.S. or after a game, you'll feel better and you can sleep at night knowing I did what I do. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that on the on the you know well I'm a book the coach or nothing yeah. like that, but your aggression is your everything yeah. when you're as talented as you are. You know so. Yeah. Uh, that was the biggest thing for me is just because even you, okay, we've been mid-major players. We played yeah. against power conference schools. You know what you can do against them. Yeah. You've been a pro. You've played against Euro League, Euro Cup, Champions yeah. League, all these teams. You know where you stand. Yeah. So why not let your confidence be shook? You know what That's you true. do. And I feel like a lot of players, when they start letting that get to them, now they need a coach that's going to let them rock out. Yeah. The number of coaches out there in Europe that's going to let you do Man, that. It's slim. It's slim. It's slim. So you got to go ahead and put your foot, you know, on the situation and just say, you know what? I got to go. I got to take off. Yeah. And, and, and always trust and believe in what you do. And everything else will work itself out. Like you say, the chips may fall. will fall where they may, you know. But it's always if nah. you're being you. Man, I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that, man. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Just we kind of think alike. Mm -hmm. um, just 
just based upon you know Which how is crazy. we are. You West Coast nigga. Like, oh, man. see, man, see, look at the hate, the hate. See, we, hey, we really about it out here. But uh, no, man. But I, I'm so serious. You know, just how kind of as I see myself. Uh, you know, I look up to you as a player because you know you you drop so many gems and mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. to us, to to all me, Rashard, and mom, and you know because you've been through it, you mm-hmm. know. So, I mean, I think it's important to always, like you said, be yourself. And mm-hmm. I think what's special about you know this team is we have a group of guys that we 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 honestly have good chemistry mm-hmm. with the team and. Mm-hmm. And no matter what it is, like if 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 I'm tripping, like Trev can come to me, and be like, right. "Bro, you're tripping. What yeah, you doing? Right, right, you know." And right, I'm right. not gonna take it personally. I'm gonna be like, "Shit, maybe I am. Let right. me let me get back right. on my shit." You right. know. So I mean, but I think this this comes with just experience, like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. you've been through, all the times you've been through, and um, you know, I'm just I, I I'm grateful to 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 be a part of this team and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. get to know you, man. Um, I want to talk to you about just. This year, you know, okay. how has this year been for you? This, you know, these few months just being in Turkey mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. being in this new culture because mm-hmm. it's different from Europe. It you is. know, it's that it Middle Eastern kind of mm-hmm. culture. So, mm-hmm. how has that been for you? Uh, I never have a, a a hard time adjusting at this point. Like I, I you know, I move yeah. around so much, been so many places. But uh, the most interesting part about this season for me has been the team. Man. I don't think I've ever been on a team where everybody kind of has the same views if you know what I'm saying like no one is mad for someone taking a shot yeah. or or bad play or and that means a lot moving forward if you yeah. know you have your, your your teammates have your back in those type of situations and, and we know what we're dealing with yeah. all you know on the court in, on the court and in practices and stuff like that not to go into much detail but yeah. to have that support behind you from your peers from your you know your teammates means a lot in the fact that you guys uh will listen like yeah. most of the time young guys it's hard to talk to them you know because they whether they're coming from college they or it's their first couple they think they know it all and so it's not this team has done a has been amazing uh taking criticism or taking you know advice and using it and not taking it the wrong yeah. in the wrong manner you have some players who say well he's just trying to get me to do this because he yeah. want to shine no, the shine is all of us winning. We know yeah. we we make the playoffs. We all yeah, getting paid. Yeah, you know what I mean? 12 points, 13, 14, but we make we in that fifth place, we getting paid. Hey. And it's hard for a lot of people to see that. And I don't yeah. know whether it's agents in their ear or yeah. or you know, they have their own idea of what they want to accomplish, but you know, I think that's huge for us and it makes us very dangerous, bro, cuz yeah. you know, for the level that we're playing at right now, we're only going to get better. Yeah. You know, we have a relatively young team. You're young. Rashard's young. You know, you guys going to get – once we hit the midway point, y'all going to be striding. And it's like, yeah. okay, so now how can teams match up with us? How can teams yeah. play with us? So it's definitely going to be interesting. You know, uh, the Turkish guys are, are, are great. You know, they normally – maybe you've been there, situations where, the you know, the locals don't like the foreigners or, you know. They I don't hate They do. They do. And it's normal. It's human nature. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we don't have that here. And that's, yeah. that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. And it's, it can really help because it, it starts to give you that feeling of, okay, we've been around each other a little longer than just yeah. too much, you know. So uh, that's been the most interesting thing for me. Everything else is, you know. No, nah, man, I, I definitely agree. You know, I feel like I feel like I've only been other than college and stuff, just pros. 
Um, my team last year, we were very close, mm-hmm. and we kind of had the same culture. Um, but I feel like, you know, coming in here every every week on a Monday, mm-hmm. you know, when we, we have an off day, maybe after a game, I look forward like, man, let me talk. All right, let's yeah. see, let's see what's yeah. happening with my yeah. niggas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yes. like how y'all doing? You know, I miss, I miss, I miss talking to y'all. We have great, you know, discussions, great stuff like discussions. that. So I just feel great like, I feel like it kind of like transcends beyond the lines of the basketball court. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, just being a part of a culture where, you know, people honestly want to see each other do well. People, right. we want uh, each other to do well because mm-hmm. we know, like you said, at the end of the day. If we win, like it's 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 we're all gonna get paid, right. you know. So, I think that probably, like you said, has also been kind of one of the most like best things about this season so mm-hmm. far, too. You know, mm-hmm. outside of basketball, because I feel like even though basketball, you know, basketball is ultimately the goal and the hundred percent focus, mm-hmm. but in order to win, in order to like truly embrace this experience of being overseas, you it you. It starts with the connections mm-hmm. you make with other players, Absolutely, you know. So it, it really, because at the end of the day, you're not gonna remember what happened, you know, during that game or that, you know what I'm saying. So and you know, only a few players only really win championships, right, you right, know. Right. So you know how it goes with mm-hmm. you know like po- mm-hmm. politics, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, they ain't gonna let Gaziantep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know. Never I'm, not, know. I'm not gonna say this, yeah. you know, but you know, when we in a four game series with Fenerbahce, yeah. I know how the rest yeah. be and stuff yeah. like that. So, but yeah. so what you really take away is kind of the connections you make with different players right. and people, and you know. So I'm really grateful for that. That's, um, that's a brother. Yeah, that's a brother for real. Shout out to him. I'm about to go visit him down the dirty, dirty a. What, did, what, they, what they call it? Dirt is your name? <laughs> I ain't fooling with you, bro. Nah, out the mud. <laughs> out the mud. <laughs> nah, nah. But um, I want to, the last question. I want to ask you just if you were, you know, if you had a time machine, right, mm-hmm. and you can go back in time and tell yourself 10 years ago some advice, mm-hmm. what would that advice be? Ooh, wow. 10 years ago, where they put me okay. Um. Oof, that's a tough one. I got a lot. Of, a lot I want to tell myself, but uh, <laughs> uh, work harder. Work harder. It's never enough. Work harder. Because mm. if, if there's anything that you want, I'm learning now that you can get it if you really want it. Yeah. But you, it's going to take a lot of sacrifice because the, the amount of work that you're going to have to put in is going to make you be lonely. It's going to take you away yeah. from everything that you want to do that's so-called fun. Yeah. You got to put that work in. And and that's going to put you in a position to be wherever you want to be. And I think that's hard as a young kid because at that, you know, we're 18, 19, we trying to have fun, we trying Thanks. to experience college like do your thing. Right, it's hard to tell a kid then work harder. Work yeah. hard, go do conditioning on your own. Go get up a thousand shots at night. Like it's hard to now once it's juniors and seniors they start understanding yeah. that but I wish I could go back and tell myself that and and not only for my game, you know, me as a father, me as a person, work harder, yeah. you know. Uh, anything that you want to do, if you put that work in, I can guarantee you something in your favor is going to happen because everybody's not willing to work that hard. And it, and it shows. That's why you have your greats in not only sports but in other co- corporations and businesses. They work their tails off. It's not They're not sitting yeah. around and somebody doing it for them and then boom, I'm going to no. They work to get to that point. So, yeah. 
I think the more kids that understand that work is the only option, I think a lot more, you know, minorities like ourselves can can put themselves in a position to help themselves and their families and it take them out the streets, you know, yeah, help sure. them more education, like all of that is work harder. You know, yeah. everything you do, go to the limit, bro, like and and you'll reap the benefits for absolutely. Uh, I think that's great advice. I think that's great mm-hmm. advice. Um, let's see what else I want to ask you. Your five, five best artists, hip hop oh, artists. Oh, you went there, homie. Five best hip. We already know one. If y'all don't know this man, he loves him some Drake, man. If he go, could, bro. If, if, if he could choose, it'd be Drake one, Drake two, Drake three, Drake four, and hey, Drake bro. five. Hey, bro. Hey, I'm trying to tell you what I know now. <laughs> hey, go. But five. Okay, these are recent. It can or, be, or, it could be, it could be recent, oldies, anything. No, you got to tell me because my, my list going to change from. Who are your favorite, who is the five greatest artists, of singers, rappers, musical artists of all time? Oh, just face? completely yeah. musical artists. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to go with Drake, obviously. What did I say, number one? Obviously. I'm just saying in the order. I'm just oh, putting them up. There's no order. I'm okay, 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 okay. Just, my bad, my bad. Go ahead. Because we don't go one, I got to go with Mike Jack, bro. Michael Jackson. Hey, y'all. He, he want to go one. Okay. He said Mike Jack don't got, uh, you, what'd you say? My, Michael Jackson doesn't have more hits than Drake. Didn't That's you tell me that? That's so how is he number one? Because the hits he do have. Are legendary, like they're some of the greatest you songs ever. Yourself, bro. How? I said as many. I think Drake got like a hundred hits. Okay. But Michael Jackson got ten of the greatest songs legendary. ever. Okay. Like they're never gonna be beat. So that was the you know what I mean. Okay. Was, okay. So I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson. I gotta go with Drake. Okay. It's tough for me, bro. Like it's hard. Cause then we gotta think about cause Chris Brown, bro, like Oh now you wanna throw Chris cause Brown. Cause he's a he a great performer, oh, man. bro. Man, we 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 talked about all this all can Chris Brown. Cause we So he I on that Drake level. So he right there? He he right there with Drake? I don't know, bro. Hey man, okay. We got three. Let me not put you on the spot like that. I'm gonna let you be great. Okay, alright. For me, and people go I ain't gonna agree with this. But I'm in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? I'm Atlanta nigga. Usher. No, Andre three stacks, bro. Oh my God, Andre three thousand. Andre okay. three stacks, bro. You he was just, good. Yeah, yeah. You can't like you just can't beat what he brings to the table. And then I'm gonna go with Pop, okay. bro. Pop, yeah. I West Coast, Pop. shout out to West Coast. I got Pop, bro. Nah, I think so I can live with my five. Yeah, you nah, know? that's a great five. I, I said, might want to put Jay Z in there somewhere. I mean, Jay Z. People <sighs> love Jay Z, but I didn't really listen to Jay Z. Okay. I listened to him before, mm-hmm. but I didn't really listen to him. Okay. You know, for me, I got Drake. I got There's one. No, no, this is not oh, an order. On, bro. This is not an order. You, but I'm gonna say okay, Mike, Mike okay. Jack, Michael Jackson. Okay. okay. Michael Jackson. I say Drake. Okay. I'll say for sure. I Tupac. There's okay. a phase about Tupac. Uh, I love Nip. Okay. It's, like okay. Uh, no disrespect. R.I.P. to Nip. But is Nip in there because of recency? Or no, because I'm his always, body, you feel his body of work see, if people know legitimately me. put him in. I'm just asking. Because I feel like I mean, he's legit. But this is what I like. So this ain't based upon what people like. This is what okay. I like. Okay. You know, so right. I, I like Nip. And I would have to finish it off with 
five. If I had to be politically correct, I'd probably say like, like Biggie. Okay. If I had to be okay. politically correct. Okay. You know, I'm surprised you didn't say T, uh, Tip. T.I. Stop, bro. Look, I, I'm, I ain't stupid. <laughs> tip, like, look, if, if he, if he gonna, if he hit his tip, hey, we rock with you. You know what I'm saying? Tip, tip, <laughs> tip real. He, he put on for us. But he, I can't put him in that, in that five like that, bro. He, he might be on like the back end the back of like end. 20. Ooh, way back there? Yeah, he might be, Sheesh. bro. He might be, bro. Because you, you can't put him over Usher. But they love him down there in the South. They, they do. And they love Jay-Z. They do. Sheesh. And Guap. All and them. Gucci Guap. Yeah. I'm surprised. Okay. Okay. Um, this is probably the last question, but I want to ask you just um, who you got winning in the, in the NBA Finals? Oh, and what? What? Six, seven? What you, what you Bronny think? Bronny finishing it off next game. Right there. Okay. Six. There's no way, like... I don't see Miami being able to repeat that performance. Yeah. You know, they they put up it's a great tough. fight. They've been injury riddled, no superstar. At the end of the day, it's gonna be a little bit of Bron and AD being too much, and the officiating. I feel like, yeah. you know, uh, true. But Miami put up a, a great Shout fight, Jim, and that's man. gonna put them in a position to get a superstar next season. Mark my words. I hope so. Mark my. They gonna get a superstar with Jimmy and. They're they going to go crazy. They're going to go crazy, bro. They're going to go crazy. Giannis? What you saying? Giannis? Giannis would be perfect for that team. You think but, so? Uh, but Bam kind of plays the role. That's what I'm saying. Him and Bam. I don't know. They need like a... What you think they need? Uh, bro, I almost said him, but he just can't. I almost said PG, bro. But Oh, man. After what he pulled, man. They do need like a PG. I'm disappointed in PG, bro. I'm disappointed. He better than that. He's so much better than that, bro. <laughs> he's so much better than that. He he's small to me. He's like a smaller KD, bro. Like, bro, go easy call. You, you got the handle. You got the shot. Athletic. You strap up. Like, come on, bro. Like, see, he making us West Coast cats look bad. Who? Hey, hey. I, I, I wasn't gonna say it. I see, was gonna let you see, say that. I know we're gonna end this. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, man, but uh, I just want to say thank you once again for joining the pod, man. I um, appreciate I felt you like, for having me, bro. I felt like, you know, this was uh, just uh, a great conversation. It was uh, very timely and, and, you know, just your knowledge, the gems you dropped, you know, because you, you for sure are OG in my eyes and, and someone who I look up to try to, you know, be like, you know, when I get in year eight because you're still doing it, man, still You doing. and at a high level. So, um yeah, I appreciate you, man. You got anything else you want to drop to, on the pod? Hey, man, appreciate you for having me, man. It was an honor, and you gotta get you gotta get Shard on here with us. No, nah, we, we gotta. Hey, we, we gotta. Honestly, we gotta have like maybe all four of us yeah, out bro, here and just get to, like bro. and get like a, a a bottle of wine or some or some Jack or something like that, and just, and just go with and it. Just bro. go with it. Yeah, you might have to do that. Go with it, bro. But that gotta be that gotta be like live stream uh, <laughs> video. Facts. You gotta see Shar reaction in his face and all of it. <laughs> you got to. That's the next one, bro. No, no, we for sure will, man. But yeah. hey, but uh all right y'all. Um that's a wrap. We'll see y'all next time on the flip side. Yes, Take sir. care.